Hi, I'm Renee Rochelle, the founder and president of One True Match. I'm here to help you find and cultivate the love of your life. For over a decade, I've dedicated my life to the importance, purpose, and dynamic of human relationships. My team and I are disciplined by faith, love, and integrity to help our clients find the quality relationship they've always dreamt of. Each week, I will be sharing the tools and tips I've learned that have rooted my success as a matchmaker with other leaders around the world. Hello, loves. Welcome back. We are so excited to talk about a subject that came in actually from one of our clients. Yes. Because we teach this all the time to our clients in our golden nugget toolbox that we say for relationships and love, which is so important to know all the things that you need to know that you only get from matchmakers or relationship coaches, but obviously here from One True Match. So we're so excited that you are here today. We're going to talk about the five C's of a successful relationship. Yeah, and this also goes to our relationships, but also our people, clients, singles out there who are getting ready to be in a relationship as well. These are things that you need to practice to make sure that you're successful. Right. And we've gotten some direction that it's better to talk to our audience. So we're going to try to look more at you if you're actually (laughs) watching this video wise um, to make sure that we feel like we are talking to you and not to each other directly. So we're going to try this out as a new thing. If you're not watching this on video and you're listening to this audible, this is one that you definitely want to go watch because we don't know how this is going to (laughs) go. Well, we're going to try it. All right, here we go. So let's start with the first C, which is the number one key element of relationships, which is communication. We have many podcasts on this, so listen to more if you want to go in depth, but we have to hit all five in like 20 minutes, so let's just get started and stop looking at me, Connie. (laughs) So communication is so important. So if you have not yourself learned how to master the gift of communication, which is the yin and yang of one person talks, the other person talks, you share, you don't think before you respond of what you want to respond and you actually listen to the person you're communicating with then, I mean, that is 101 relationship communication skills. It's really hard not to look at Connie when I'm talking. <laughs> so communication is important. Typically, when you do have eyeball to eyeball, which we are not doing right now, to communicate what you actually think and feel. So when we're talking about communication skills, it's so important that you articulate, you think through what you're going to say before you actually say something. We have all these different um, steps of communication in rules and things that I always say, like reflect and think about something. I'm personally going through a scenario right now that happened and I'm in my 48 hours of my 72 hour rule that I talk about all the time before I actually communicate something that bothered me that happened about 48 hours ago now. And since I'm still thinking about it. I'm actually reflecting and discussing it in 72 hours because it's still bothering me. (laughs) With communication, it's so easy to get caught up in how you're either speaking to someone, whether it's tone, how you're coming across in general. And then also when it comes to talking to your spouse or with your partner, you need to make sure that you're being open and also practicing this before having a successful relationship. So communication with managers, communication with friends, like this has yeah. to be a strong point in your life to make you a successful person and going into a marriage or relationship. If you're going to go ahead and just, you know, not think before you speak, I, it's as simple as that when it comes yes, to communication. Totally 
I totally agree. So the next one we're going to talk about because, and we'll dive in more deep with this with more podcasts, but this is kind of just the over five C's um, is it's so important that you also have commitment. So not only do you need to have good communication skills, this is all about not only when you're dating, when you're engaged, but also when you're married. If you're like, why are we flatlining in our marriage? Or why is, why are we questioning, should we get married or not? Because you're dating and, or why are we not moving to the next level? Why isn't you proposed yet? Right? Like we all think about these things. And if you're dating and you're trying to figure out, do I want to move the needle with this person or not? It's so important that you have, first of all, good communication skills. Second of all, and I'm going to go through these, so you write them down and we'll dive into each one, is commitment. Is somebody that you're with wanting to be in a committed relationship? And what I mean by that is, is their track work record, if you're dating them, consistent and steady? So if there's somebody that changes their job frequently, they're probably not that much of a committed person, right? Mm-hmm. Like, that's just kind of like the first red flag, right? Um, If they are constantly wanting to change what they do or they're just not committed, they have not shown commitment when you ask them about their lifestyle or their choices, if you're dating or engaged or even if you're married and this is kind of a situation, this is number two on the five of having a successful relationship. Think about it. Um, And also what uh, what commitment looks like to you. Communicate what commitment looks like. So, okay, like, of course... And especially in the dating leading up to the successful relationship. Okay, if you are going out on a date with this person, then express to them, okay, I am only going out on a date with you and I want to see where our relationship grows, how we can grow. And then also to make sure our commitment's on the same level that the other person, you're putting all of your eggs into one basket and you don't want that other person to then still be continue going out on dates. And really, this is just like Renee said, a follow up from rule number one is that you have to communicate what commitment looks like to you. It sounds almost too simple, but... So many people fail in a relationship because they don't talk about what commitment looks like to them. Right, which is the kiss rule. Keep it simple, stupid, right? So here we go. Number three is compassion. So if somebody that you are talking to, again, dating, engaged, or married, is not compassionate about something that you just said on the first two, which is communication and commitment, they could be a narcissist, they could be selfish, and they could not be a compassionate person for other individuals, like let's say the server or just in general people, right? So it's so important that they show compassion in their stories that they share with you, their actions of what they do, and that they follow through with things that they actually say they're compassionate about. Yeah, and how, like Renee just said, how they act and put themselves towards other people, right? When you're talking about maybe a story that's harder to you, maybe there was something in your childhood, maybe there's something you're sharing that's maybe a little bit more tougher in your life, definitely um, evaluate how that other person, you know, basically shows you compassion. It's also another one that sounds extremely simple, but also, again, you need to communicate what compassion looks like to you, whether you need to say something's hard going on in life. I mean, we all know that life isn't sunshine and rainbows. We, we t- I say that over and over again. But to make sure that, that part, your partner knows how to give you the compassion when you need it. Which is so true. Um, and I think that that also goes along a little bit with showing, um, obviously we're doing the C words, but like just a little bit of empathy is part of compassion. So if we need another word of what that means, that helps us to just relate to that person, have a little bit of sensitivity and heart. Um, our fourth one out of the five C's is compatibility. 
So a lot of people obviously come to us and ask that question as matchmakers all the time. It's like, how do you gauge compatibility? How do you gauge compatibility, right? That's the million dollar question. So compatibility is not just something of like, oh, we're attracted to each other. Oh, this profile looks great. They're so hot. We're great in photos. Like we're so compatible at all levels in our little dream fairy tale life that it's we believe we the want. the lust in instead of love. Right, exactly. And so compatibility goes way past just the physicality. Compatibility are the things that you value in life, the things that you need and want that we talk about, that we've done podcasts on, watch all those other podcasts, kind of get a dive deeper into like what your needs and wants are and things like that, but also your future goals. So it's so important when people meet, when you're dating, and again, if you're engaged or, you know, single or married, you can go through all of these five C's to see, are you still compatible? Maybe you've been compatible up to this point, but now it's going stale because you've been married for so many years and it's like now you're just flatlining, right? So like it's so important that you also check your compatibility of like what are some things that we used to do when we were younger in our relationship that we now want to do because now we A, have the resources, now we have the time, now we have the intelligence, we have the wisdom to do the things that we want to do for more compatibility in the future. I think so many times like, Connie and Jeremy love to travel. I love traveling. We all travel yeah. as friends and couples and things like yeah. that or whatever, right? But like, it's so important that you're finding other people that are passionate about the same things, which is the same thing when it comes to relationships. They could be different, but as long as you're spending that time with somebody that you love, that you're trying something new, you create new memories, which is part of compatibility. Yeah, and we say it over and over again, and maybe this... I mean, to some people, this will seem old by the five love languages and the personality quizzes. And we have podcasts that go deep, deep dive into those. But do those. And I I mean, in our relationship, mine and Jeremy's, I'm pretty sure everyone knows it at this point on the podcast, if you listened to us before. But um, continue to do those quizzes every year. See where you kind of fall out of compatibility compatibility and where you fall into it maybe there's things that have changed over the years like you've become more I mean like not diving into it but on the personality you've become more of a planner over the last few years so it's more compatible in that area but maybe you've become more of an introvert because your partner's an extrovert like when it comes to compatibility make sure you're still doing the deep diving that you need to really focus that you're still compatible and also working on it compatibility doesn't just come magically and especially in marriages and relationships that are successful for many years you still have to work on being compatible like Renee said with shared hobbies and things like that and even if it is for example say for I don't like I I can't even think of it I don't like sports say for example but Renee loves sports well then still try to share that with your partner to have that compatibility to have mutual mutual interests and things to talk about yeah you know we get asked all the time obviously because the majority of our time we spend is on the singles to find the people the love of their life and then obviously work with couples past that and whatnot But one of the interview questions that I talked to one of our newest clients, love him, he's like, well, so which hobby should I pick up? Because I always tell everybody, you know, try something new. Like if you've never scuba dived before, I mean, if you obviously have claustrophobic issues, I would not recommend trying that, you know, but like do something that you've never done before that also makes you more interesting in so many areas of things that could be compatible or trying or, you know, like some people will say, oh, well, I don't really read. Okay, well, you know, try to read something 
something. <laughs> and then you have something to talk about that's like interesting, whatever it is. And um, so I think it's so important that you also, part of compatibility is also talking about goals. Yeah. Of course, we talk about all the time how much we're planners. So it's just natural for us to set lists, set mm-hmm. goals. And I mean, I have people tell me all the time, like you're setting lists to just check things off. Yeah, because it makes me feel better. <laughs> <laughs> like the littlest things. But it is so important when it comes to compatibility that you're really talking about future goals. Like, do you both like to entertain together? Are you entertaining people? Does one absolutely hate crowds? Like, I love to entertain, but I also, as an extreme extrovert and giving, giving, giving to myself and the older and not older, the wiser I keep getting, (laughs) I also realize I need downtime to recharge, right? So part of compatibility is finding somebody that has an equal balance. There's some people, we always ask the questions, are you an early rise? Are you, do you stay up late? That sounds so silly in the beginning, but down the road, that'll yeah. drive you nuts. Do you like coffee? Do you not like coffee? I mean, again, do you drink? Do you not drink? Like alcohol, like all of those things that people are so smitten by, you know, everything else is a lie and that's one thing I can overlook. And we're not saying to also not, like, you have to compromise, yeah, which is another C word we should add to this, <laughs> yeah. but that's when you're actually in a relationship. And it's so important that you are also, like, knowing the things that make you who you are yeah and then also if you are on different say scales say i don't like coffee well it's a good example jeremy loves coffee i hate coffee so So you drink tea yeah but there is it's that being compatible in how you also handle your maybe hobbies or things that you like it's making sure that you dive down and we i think it was last week or a few weeks ago we did a couch talk and i would go from talking about compatibility, I would go on to the couch talk video and make sure that you focus on that as well when it comes to compatibility, that you're taking the time to really still invest in that person and make sure that you're still compatible. I think we, I mean, and we hear over and over again with couples that are either divorced or grown apart, that they just feel like they're not compatible anymore. But with that, it's because you haven't put the effort. And one thing that you have to remember with compatibility is that you still have to always try and put in the effort and communication when it comes to having a successful relationship. Which is so true. Okay, here's the last one. If you have been hanging on this long to listen, here's the most exciting one that everybody starts off with, but this is the problem. It should be at the end. Just say it. So if anybody's taking notes or remembering anything, I'm going to repeat all the things before this is the exciting word everybody wants to hear, right? So number one, communication. Number two, commitment. Number three, compassion. Number four is compatibility, along with couch talk, compromise, all those other words that start with a C. <laughs> the fifth one <clears throat> that everybody usually puts first, but is so important to is chemistry, right? So without that physical chemistry, Without that lust and that desire, which is part of chemistry, the relationship, again, goes flatline. But this is why we put it at the end, because the problem that people make over and over and over and over and over and over and over again is they lead by chemistry. They think and they get into these relationships that then flatline and fall apart and get into divorces or, God forbid, just end, right? Or they go south or just bland. And maybe you're in it and you're like, you don't know what to do. The reality of it is you need to go back to the top of the list. Master communication, master commitment, master compassion, master compatibility to have chemistry. Yeah. Because when you put chemistry at the top, all the other things will fail. And because you have all of those other things ahead of you, it's amazing how somebody that you're already 
have that chemistry of attraction towards becomes like 150% even sexier mm -hmm. and more attractive because they have all those other qualities. And that's how a relationship lasts forever. <laughs> yeah, and then also when it comes to chemistry, that's one of the things that relationships usually mainly focus on at the beginning, beginning is chemistry. They, you know, that people go on dates and they have an amazing time and they're attracted to each other. And that's where chemistry, it starts off a relationship. But if you let that chemistry fizzle, you also are not getting anywhere. You know, you have to put in, like Renee said, all those other things like commitment and all of that fun stuff. But chemistry, you have to keep the chemistry alive. Otherwise, you're going to become friends, not in a successful relationship, you'll become what people say roommates. I, mm. We hear that over and over. Oh, we've become roommates because <laughs> you can be friends with, you don't have chemistry with any of your best friends. You don't have chemistry with your coworkers. Well, you definitely shouldn't anyway. <laughs> you have chemistry with your spouse or your partner or hopefully someone you're going on a date with that is you know going to lead to a future together so that chemistry sets it aside from not only your everyday as a person because of course we need compassion commitment and communication in our everyday life but chemistry is something that stands out in a relationship that you have to keep hot and spicy you have to invest in it so true. And it sounds also another thing that sounds simple but chemistry can so easily fall out of the window that you have to dedicate time and make sure that you're always committing to that chemistry yes and part of chemistry is always staying sexy not to your mate but to yourself mm -hmm. because when we talk about self-love, if we're not our best version of ourselves, we're not going to put our best version of ourselves out there to somebody else. <clears throat> so if you don't find yourself sexy and you are not physically thinking, I am hot, I am sexy naked, I feel <laughs> like I got chemistry, all those things, which comes with obviously good hygiene, it comes with looking great, it comes with smelling good, all those things that matter. If you're just coming home and you're quickly, which we do at times, put your hair up in a bun, put on the yoga clothes, like just you're not and doing it's, anything. It's very to feel. easy to do. We're not so easy to do. And when you're not. sick or you have like you need a little <laughs> bit of downtime, those are the moments. But if it happens consistently, and I don't care if you're single, dating, engaged, or married, you need to be putting this into practice now. Yeah. Because if you are somebody that actually wants to be in a committed relationship for the longevity. I mean, if you want to stay forever single, do whatever you want. Turn this off or, I don't know, maybe for just the entertainment of us trying to figure <laughs> out how to do this video now, it's entertaining to you. But the point is, if you truly want to be in a healthy relationship for the rest of your life, and that is what you are committing to, you have to commit to yourself first, which is, for women, put on a silk robe. You know, even when you go to bed, you got to feel like, oh my gosh, I am so sexy, right? In yeah. my own skin, by yourself, in a relationship, married, obviously, is the best plan. But, um, you know, at the end of the day, the reality of it is, is for men. Yeah. Like, don't come home and just dump all your crap of your day on us. Yeah. We've got our own stuff going on, too. Come in with a smile. If you need to take an extra block, like, circle around the block to, like, yeah. like yeah. let it all go, do that. And come in with a positive attitude, with positive energy, because at the end of the day, each day is a choice. Yeah. And we can either choose to be happy or we can choose to be miserable. Yeah. And also with chemistry. And that's part of chemistry. Yeah. 100%. <laughs> and it's also 
don't get in the same stagnant thing. Okay, we talk about going on dates, like being in a successful relationship. Stop going to the to on the date to the same place. Yes, oh. going to the same place may be fun for like, oh, we went here on our first date six years ago. Cool. Yeah, that, like that's an anniversary. Yeah, yes. anniversary. But do not, this is one thing that I feel like is also such a simple practice, but so many people forget, is to keep that chemistry alive. If you're going to continue wearing the same 10 outfits, ladies, same dress <laughs> that you go on on a Saturday night, if you go to the same restaurant, that is for me is fizzling out the chemistry. If you're not keeping it exciting, we say about keeping it exciting and hot and spicy within ourselves and within our partner, but also in your environment. Like also don't let your bedrooms, a place where you both sleep, get like a a mess. Don't have laundry everywhere. Like set yourself up for success in the environment that brings chemistry yes, as well. Yes, I always say no TVs in bedrooms. Yes. Bedrooms should be for sleeping and married sex, just saying, right? Yes. So, like, it's so important that you have pillow talk conversations when it's that intimate time. Even still, like, even at the end of the night, you shouldn't be, like, crawling into your bed if you're single, watching TV, read a book on relationships, like, end your day in meditation, prayer, whatever it is, like, in a way when you're in your bedroom that's, like, your intimate space, right, yep. in that regards, and I think chemistry is so important around so many levels, but there's so many different ways of that, and, you know, obviously, we always talk about, you know, cologne, perfume, all of those things that give that extra zest in things to attract, so... I always hate we run out of time. This yeah. is why we're so excited. We're going to have some more series coming up yeah. in our new season that we're about to do. Um, but I hope you have found this valuable. Again, the five C's are communication, commitment, compassion, compatibility, and chemistry. We've got so much more to share. Thank you for sharing your time with us. And we can't wait for more topics. Thank you, client, for writing in some of the things we forget that we teach to all of our clients yeah. and matches that are very valuable in a successful relationship. Yep, and definitely just keep a little note. Put this note on your fridge of the five C's <laughs> and remind yourself to do them daily or weekly or whatever it may be. We're going to love and leave you until next time. God bless. Bye. <laughs>